This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram with Alex Klingensmith coming to you live. Is it live? No, but it's, it's okay. Because it seemed like it's live. <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're in the in, in the Financial Detox studio at Intelligence Driven Advisors and we are here to talk today about kind of, this is a um, kind of a timeless, um, what would you say, a timeless topic that continues to resurface throughout our podcast and our radio show over the, the months and the years. And I think you bring this up intentionally every once in a while just to <laughs> bring back our core focus. Is there intention? Because, you know, I feel like it's so boring to talk about this, but it's so important. It's real. It's, it's a pattern. The most important thing we talk about. Human behavior goes in patterns, right? Yes. I'm not a psychologist. I don't profess to be one, but we certainly do study uh, investor psychology quite a bit, which yes. is the theme of today's show. I thought about it a couple of weeks ago a few times because I've been working um, a lot more lately with some of our advisors yeah. on, on, you know, on their client experience, on our client experience, yeah. right? And so they're telling me stories. You were sharing a story with me about a client of yours a few weeks ago that was exhibiting a very common investor behavior. Uh, it's a mistake. We are our own worst enemies. So I started hearing enough of these stories and I'm like, gosh, you know, yes, we can dive into the technical stuff. We talked about GameStop and, and I, you know, what are derivatives and options really were mm -hmm. recently. We talked about uh, uh, like we went really deep into the weeds on our actual investment execution of our investment philosophy. Mm -hmm. But I thought, why not actually tell some stories about some of these investment behavior mistakes because we can see them coming from a mile away now yep just like a doctor can see you know see what symptoms mean certain things for you know certain illnesses or or a, a break in an arm or something much yep. better than an untrained professional but i think it's important because we have real data to kind of support our our theory i guess it's a theory not a hypothesis right right well and we're always talking about how we're not going to really anchor into something unless we have data to back it up that's right. Whereas I think there's a lot of times where people have thoughts or emotions or feelings about how to invest. And it's because it is a thought or a feeling or emotion or a headline driven, you know, um, decision that is not good for investing. So we're trying to what we're going to do here today on the Financial Detox Show is we're going to revisit some of the behavioral aspects of investing. And it's super important right now, more than ever, because here we are at new all time highs you know, tepid inflation data, the market is cranking, Bitcoin is cranking, things are rocking. So these are the times when people, uh, one of the times, the worst time is probably when markets are down, when people make mistakes. But this is a time where people make mistakes too by hurting, by jumping onto some other, you know, uh, concepts that we'll talk about. But it's, it's an interesting time right now. The market just keeps going up, despite the fact that, um, you know, it seems like there are some issues going on out there. Yeah. You mean like a like a, a one point nine trillion dollar stimulus package that, that was 
we've spent twice the stimulus on COVID. We put twice the stimulus to work on COVID that we've put that we put during the 2008 credit crisis, which was when, like, if you think about it, some of the most major financial institutions in the world were failing completely. Um, and we're spending double that amount of stimulus. Like if it worked once, why not just double up what we're doing? That's well, like saying if one beer tastes good and makes me feel good, why not just have like six beers? Because at some point it's a problem. Like at some point you're going to have a hangover, right? Right. When you keep doing these things that are, um, uh, you know, temporary fixes to really more long-term systemic problems. So what you're talking about in the study would talk about that it, it's different this time, right? Part of what the story, what I hear from clients and what, yeah. when they talk about what you're saying, like this has never happened before. So that's going to justify this behavior that I feel. So yeah. the action I'm going to take because it's different this time and I'm scared is I'm going to move all of my investments to safe investments or bond, or cash even. Right. That's one decision someone could make, right? But yeah. And I think the biggest thing that we have, um, you know, stories to talk about because we have real listener questions, right? We get listener questions all the time and we deal with over 1,300 clients at Intelligence Driven Advisors. So we have a lot of real data and input and, and practical experience in this. And, 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 and clients do ask and people ask, you know, what should I do now? And that, the answer to that question never changes. What you should do now is make sure that your financial plan is comprehensive and holistic and intact and that you understand where you are point A and where you want to be point B and you understand all of the components of that and then in, in, in your stress testing and you're analyzing and monitoring that what you're doing with a diversified, well-allocated, intelligent portfolio is going to get you there. But that's not what most that, people want to hear to that question. Though. Most so people boring. Want to hear, that's why know, I'm having a hard time getting fired up on this show, Alex. I know because this is what you do all day, every day. But your mission- Your mi- job is- Your mission is to get us fired up. Our what? mission <laughs> with financial detox in the very beginning when, you, when this idea was born by you was to detoxify the investor behavior from emotional blunders, right? I think I said that wrong, but that's essentially what yeah. the point is, right? Yeah. This is a key one. A story yesterday, I talked with one of our biggest partners that works Here for a we big go. institution. Here we go, we got a story. Let's do it. And he, you know, they refer us a ton of business and he's like, I got this client. He just, he's just decided he's gonna fire himself because he actually honestly took a gut check moment. This person has almost $20 million of net worth and half of it's in the market, yep. perhaps in real estate. He's a developer. Like it. And so he fired himself and told his, uh, his advisor, who we partner with, that he realizes that he's been a victim of all these or several of these emotional identified, I, you turned the page, I forgot them all. But oh, yeah. <laughs> there's um, basically these things we fall victim to, right? There's yep. mental accounting. There's His was mental accounting, actually. That was one of his biggest ones, meaning that he kept seeing his numbers go up over time because he kept adding money. And he thought like, he was crushing it. And it's hard to do the math because most of the statements that people get are just accounting. They're not performance, they're just accounting. So if you add $100,000 to a million dollar portfolio, you're not up 10% in your investments. Yeah. You're up 10% in accounting because you added $100,000. Right. So all throughout the years, he'd been doing that, moving large sums of money in and out of development projects. Right. He had no idea how he was really doing. Right. And, and he had mental accounting. He also was a victim, to, like most people, the media. So he'd made all these decisions based on what the media was, um, you know, kind of pointing at at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. So finally he had a gut check moment. He said, you know, this is crazy. I am going to fire myself. I'm going to hire somebody who can, who can at least help me coach me out of these patterns of behavior. 
who who can you refer? You know, who can you introduce me to? So and, there's and the us. there's the real question: is should you hire an advisor or should you not? Yeah. And I think right now it feels so easy to make money in the market because the markets have gone straight up for a long time. I mean, not straight up. They've had we've had downturns, but very temporary volatility, right? Yeah, temporary downturns, and then it turns around and cranks. So it feels like it's really easy, but. Um, is it, you know, is it, and, and do you have accurate performance? Our, our performance reporting is so complex to figure out. And then you have time-weighted, dollar-weighted, interval term. I mean, you have many different ways to calculate performance. So to understand what you're truly doing and how you're actually performing and versus what is is the really big question too. How am I performing versus what? Oftentimes we get the, how am I performing versus the S&P 500? Or, but what about the S&P 500? Or what about the NASDAQ? And that is, Interesting, um, but that is narrow framing. By the way, I is. had to look it up again because these these investor psychology things. Yeah. This research study, by the way, maybe you should talk about what this even is. Well, let's about. let's do that. But we got to go to a quick break. So first oh, yeah. of all, we have this great um, investor. We call it the Investor Behavior Report. It's yours for free. All you got to do is send an email to Jason at financialdetox.com. Jason at financialdetox.com will shoot over the Investor Behavior Report. It'll get you thinking uh, correctly and at least make you aware of some of the things that could potentially be going on beneath the service with your own investor psychology and help you make better decision. And that's what Financial Detox is all about. So stay with us. We'll be right back. We've got a quick break here. It's the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors, 877-707-8889. Welcome back to Financial Detox. You can get a hold of us at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. Why would somebody want to get a hold of us, Alex? Well, why do we give out our number on a podcast, which is also <laughs> put out as a radio show? Because you don't get a lot of podcasts where somebody puts out their phone number to call. So what we're doing is we are blending a radio show and a podcast. <clears throat> and the reason why we do that is so we can reach more people and we can, you know, uh, duplicate our we don't have to duplicate our efforts so um, if you're listening to this on a podcast um, it's not exactly like most podcasts if you're listening to this on a radio show it's not exactly like most radio shows it is a hybrid it is yeah. a blend keep you on your toes right and <laughs> where, where do you hear us on the radio on KCBQ uh, The Answer San Diego and that's on Saturdays at 1.30 but you can check out our show on any podcast wherever podcasts are played by simply searching for Financial Detox that is the name of the podcast but anyway call us, call us because you want to have a conversation right I mean I love all the reasons that I've heard of all of our team getting calls and emails from the radio show mm -hmm. and, and or the podcast yeah. is it's all over the board. Whatever right. thing that we've talked about that you're like, you know, I want to have a, just a conversation about that and learn more. Um, it doesn't need to be some huge commitment where, you know, you're, you're actually going to hire us and go through the whole process or yeah. whatever. We're not going to throw everything at you. It's just a conversation. So you're saying we're going to give our, our time for free to have a conversation with our listeners so that they can call and ask us any questions about investments or financial planning or Bitcoin or allocation or... It is what we do. Okay. And it's fun. I think we enjoy it. I love that I is like that the, like a complimentary? Um, <laughs> is that like a complimentary portfolio analysis or a complimentary uh, discovery meeting? If that's where it takes us, absolutely. Okay. So we're. I guess that's that's the reason why you'd call us in, right? right? Is to have a complimentary, no cost, no obligation. Yep. Um, as light or as heavy as you want to go. Yep. There will be some limit of time that we will donate, you know, for free, of course, to to do that. But oftentimes we've had these conversations that I think last 20 or 30 minutes or, or there's a couple of them, I several of them. I had one today. Yeah. And the, the whole point of it is discovery to see if it's a good mutual fit. You know, 
if we are tend to be right for you and if you're right for us in the way that we do things and then we take it from there we help build you a financial plan show you what our first wave of recommendations would be if you were to become a client so in the yeah. end we have two agendas right because we're into transparency Yes. We, we love transparency. That's what a fiduciary, full-time, all-the-time fiduciary, I know that's duplicative and, and um, repeating, but there's a point. It's to, full to time draw emphasis. <laughs> a full-time full time and all-of-the-time um, fiduciary is legally bound to act in your best interest. And the reason why we, we talk about that is because um, we, we love tr- transparency is what we're built on. That's what intelligence-driven advisors and what most of the RIA, Registered Investment Advisory um, landscape, uh, is, is built on. And so we have an agenda, right? We're offering you to sit down and talk with you. And, and that really is a discovery session to see if there's a fit, to see if our services are a good fit for your needs. Sometimes they aren't. A lot of times they are, and then we go to work for you. If we're not right, we will, and we're happy to point you in the direction that's right. We've had clients that just aren't good fits. Maybe they're just market timers or they're just stock pickers. They're not a good fit. So we'll say, hey, here's some thoughts, here's some ideas, here's a couple reports like you can get today, the investor behavior report. And, um, you know, go, go get it and let us know if you have a question, or, or maybe we'll load you into our financial planning system and you can. Um, you know, do some financial planning for yourself on our free tool that we make available to to radio show listeners and podcast listeners. So <clears throat> I think that's a good thing to talk about. Like clarity. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I know. Well, we go over right? board in some, some shows we just talk. Yeah. It's fine. Other shows like we are building a business that continues to grow. Right. So, so I, me, I'm, you, you may, I'm sorry, I cut you off, but I had yeah. to because you made me think of the second point, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, like we, we are, clients. we need to be real. Right? We, are, yeah, we are open for business, <laughs> right? And we want to hire great, talented people and create a great career path and, and life for them. And we want to serve more people. I mean, our mission, our overall mission is to create true financial peace of mind for all that's for all people. Like we want to help everybody who is even uh, remotely interested in being guided and helped. Yeah. So that's cool. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no it's good. So we are open for business. We we uh, we seek <laughs> actively seek to continue growing, and we do it in a way. You always see this really well that we don't want to ever sacrifice the the level of, of experience or service to, yes. to our existing clients. We actually want to do it in a way where it stays the same and improves over time, right. so it doesn't ever tail off. Which is an experience that many people have with all kinds of professionals, actually, not True. just advisors, oh, financial yeah. advisors, but probably doctors, worse with. Financial advisors, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. because you get comfortable, they get and they quit serving you, they don't call you, and then the market goes down, you don't even hear from your advisor, and you're like, what's the guy doing? Like, you should be hearing from them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, a, I think, uh, a really good point is that we, we do want to grow, right? We want to add new clients to our firm, but we're not crazy, we, though. So, we like, aren't going to, we'll stop, we'll literally stop growing if it means that we're sacrificing service to our existing clients because they're the ones who got us here. We have a great business. We don't need to grow. We want to grow. We don't, yeah. there's a difference, right? When I started in this business, I needed to grow. Like, yeah. I needed to add new clients because I needed to make more money and I needed to survive and live. And so I had to serve more people. Now we want to do that because, it's it's fun and it's what we do and it's it's delivering this this uh, process and procedure that we built. It's so good. It is fun and that's why this show I, the the idea for me was fun because I it was enough stories that happen in a short enough amount of time where I'm like God, there's a lot of people out there that are still lost in this like in their own emotional confusion about things. 
last year is over, right? This is 2021. It's different than 2020. Some of it feels the same. Yeah. So people are kind of like, ah, they're stuck. They're anchoring, right? Yep. Anchoring. They're stuck in like these things of like, well, but that's, you know, last year and, and, and the virus and the pandemic and then the government and yeah. the stuff. And it's like, look, I get it. And you're right. It is different this time. Empathy, compassion. But what are we going to do with that? We right. can identify the emotion. You know, we can take action on what we can control and accept what we cannot control. And you, you know, I know you've heard that a million times, but I get excited when I have that conversation with someone new because it's like they never heard it, right? Why haven't they heard it? I don't get it. Why? <laughs> why? This is so bizarre. Like uh, we were working with a client the other day and he said, you know, I've been an investor. I've had advisors for 25 years. Got super successful, exited a big company. And he's like, I've never, never done a holistic interactive financial plan. I've never seen my whole life put on a plan. And he it's not like he needs to know if he's going to run out of money, right? A lot of people are concerned about, am I going to run out of money? A lot of our clients, that's not a concern. It's not about, am I going to run out of money? It's more about, what am I doing with my money? What is my purpose? And am I maximizing it? And when they see what their true financial capabilities are, how much they could actually spend off a, a, a reasonable rates of return and stress tested and all that, then their whole world of my financial purpose opens up. Like, I really wanted to start this family foundation. I really want to be charitable. I really want to give to my grandkids and get them started in a business and give them a house. I really wanted to, you know, there's so many cool things that come out of the true financial purpose. I think part of it is no, that people, people haven't actually experienced it or they have and they just weren't ready to hear it at that time. That's true. Sometimes we like, I, I'm guilty of this all the time with yeah. my wife, especially. She's like, I told you that. And I'm like, no, you didn't. She's like, remember <laughs> when we had the conversation? I'm like, you did. I just wasn't listening. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> You're the, at least you can admit it. You've always been awake this show, but I, I was having a rough start there. Yeah, Whew. that's okay. We're back. We have our moments. So I have a story. Oh, good. And this is a cool story about. Is it I funny think, or sad or scary? It's, or? it's mixed. It's cool. It's oh. just it's about life. Okay, it's, we're going deep here. We're getting to let's the core, hear. right? It's, this is not surface level stuff. So, um, I was talking to my boy last night, and he was telling me a story about school and something that he said at school. It wasn't appropriate. What he said was wrong. But he did it in a, you know, he, he wasn't in trouble at school or anything. He was just telling me a story about something he said to a friend. And I'm like, well, that's just not appropriate, right? You shouldn't have said that. He's all, it was a joke. I'm all, it's a bad joke, right? You can't, you don't want to talk like that because then you're associated with that kind of talk um, or with that thought process. And it's just not good. And he wasn't accepting it, right? He was like, I didn't mean anything bad by it. I didn't, you know, and, and I'm like, the first step to like, getting to like growing and becoming a better person son is that you recognize you have to admit that that there is a problem what you did was not perfect it doesn't mean you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're in trouble it just recognizing that that behavior wasn't ideal okay so and it took him a while till finally he says i realize i shouldn't have said that and I said, perfect, now we've fixed the problem, right? It's over, it's not a big deal, you're not in trouble, but you just, for five minutes here, you haven't been able to, you haven't been willing to accept the fact that what you said should probably have not been said and you, you made a mistake. Yeah. And I think the same thing goes to now tie that back to, I think investing is that people investing, whether you have an advisor or you don't, there is undisputable, evidence that talks about these behaviors that you've mentioned a few of Alex, like mental accounting, narrow framing, loss aversion, hurting, regret, media response, optimism, anchoring. These, This is factually a part of most investors' life that causes 
detrimental damage to their overall wealth preservation creation. Yep. So you have to recognize there might be a problem. Like you have to recognize what I'm doing may not be working or there may be data or evidence that could show me a better way to do this. Well, what you're talking about is humility. Yes. And so that's, I think that's the most important uh, trait in, in an effective leader, whether it's a leader at school and a child and a student or a son and a father you know, or an organization or an mm-hmm. investor, you know, leading your family on your investment endeavors. It's humility. To recognize what you don't know or to recognize a mistake that you've been making. And any, any way, shape, or form you associate the current headlines, the current media, your current emotional uh, turmoils, we all have them, they're real, not, demi- not, not minimizing those. If you're connecting that to how or why you're making investment decisions, it's probably there's a, there's a high probability that it's just not going to work out as well as it could. And the cool thing about what we're doing for people, and I think what Financial Detox is all about, is you don't have to go through these struggles and these guesses and this, this, this understanding of the current environment, the media, and moving here and moving there. You don't have to do that in order to have a great outcome. In order to have a great outcome, all you have to do is, is put yourself into a defined philosophy and use kind of time-tested strategies that are new and evolving, right? Time-tested doesn't mean you're anchored in some old school thinking that never changes, but you do have an investment philosophy and a process. And I think that's what um, we're, we're talking about doing, right? Is how do I- Well, do I mean, I, you have to be willing to retrain yourself if you've kind of gotten off track. That's yes. the humility part. I mean, a lot of us get stuck in our ways and you know, it's like, well, I've always done it this way or I, I was yeah. taught this way or this is what I've learned and read. And, or they've had an experience. Yeah. Like I, the one client I keep thinking of, I know, he's I know had this the, I know one experience <laughs> yeah. based upon one stock and selling it at the bottom of the market in 2008, made a behavioral blunder and now really just doesn't trust investing because of a behavioral blunder that, he actually made like it was there's nothing wrong with investing right it was just how he invested was the wrong way and so to re-educate him on hey there's a good way to do this is taking years and years to trauma there, there that's is. why they call it psychology this report is literally mm-hmm. and we have, and we don't, we're gonna run out of time at some point here soon but i know that what's one of the most powerful parts of this thing this this study that's done by an independent third party yep. it's dalbar right yep. it is the data showing the actual performance of individuals versus major benchmarks, yeah. which is, we don't like many yeah. major benchmarks. It's not like a comprehensive benchmark, which is what we right. prefer, but at least it's something. something. It's measurable. It's a baseline. And it basically proves or it disproves all the naysayers, which is important. It's like, yeah, I, I've heard those stories, but I'm different. You know, yeah. like, no, you're not. You can do unbelievably well by extracting rates of returns that are available for investors and you don't have to try and game the system and you don't have to try and time it. And that's what financial detox is about. So take us up on this. If you're listening to the podcast or you listen to the radio show, get this report and read it and then call us, right? For this, we said, why would you call us? Call us for a, a, a discussion, a discovery session and just talk about what you're doing and maybe we can provide guidance and help uh, or point you in the right direction. And maybe you want to hire us and we'll show you what we do. But either way, um, get the report, take a look at it. And we hope this was uh helpful and productive use of your time. You can get a hold of us or you can get the report by sending an email to jason at financialdetox.com. Very simple, jason at financialdetox.com. And you can also give us a call anytime at 877-707-8889. We want to hear your questions. So ping us if you got any questions and we'll take you on the tour of Financial Detox. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. We all good, Alex? Yeah. That's it. All right. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. 
To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.